Good evening, friends and beloved of God. Tonight we have gathered here to begin the three-day journey towards the resurrection of Christ. And we gather on a night that is called, or a day that's called, Monday Thursday. What in the world is Monday Thursday? If you try to put it in your phone or your computer, most likely it's going to try and spell check or correct your spelling to Monday. When I was a kid, I heard people talking about Monday Thursday a couple different times, but I soon forgot what its sense of meaning was. And then somewhere along the way, I heard somebody call it Holy Thursday. Well, Holy Thursday sort of makes sense to where I was coming from, because we're entering into some of the holiest days when we, as a people of God, we retell, we remind one another, we watch, we pray, we celebrate the work of God in Jesus, in the offering of himself for our sins and the sins of the world. We see new evidence of Christ and the brutality and the sorrow that he endures, and somehow we come to that incredible and glorious day where we see the incomprehensible yet vivid declaration that Christ Jesus is risen from the dead. And upon this act of God rests our hope, our faith in salvation and redemption and in the, in the whole sense of glorification that is to come. Pastor Jim, when we were talking about our understanding of Monday, Thursday, said when he heard the term Monday, Thursday for the first few times, and this was before he was a pastor, he thought the sir, it meant that the service was planned on Monday before Thursday. He really didn't catch much more than that, and he just kept moving on. Well, Monday is an English derivative of a Latin term. And in the Latin text of the Gospel of John, John 13, the text that the early church would have begun reading somewhere around the early 400s, they came across this reading in John 13, verse 34 in particular. In that place, Jesus says, a new mandate, a new mandus, I give to you, to love one another as I have loved you. In our English translations, that word mandus has become a commandment, a new commandment I give to you. But for a thousand plus years, the church, the people of God heard this, a new mandus I give to you, a new mandate. Jesus did many other things on that night when he gathered with his disciples, significant acts that we want to recall and remember tonight. He washed the feet of his disciples, revealing to them and to us what kind of leadership he expressed and he looked for them and us to express. He talked with his disciples that night when he gave them a new commandment. He talked with them about the relationship that he had with the Father and the Spirit. And he talked about how he longed for his friends to have an intimate relationship and to be recipients of the gift that the Father would give to the world, the gift of the Spirit. Jesus and his disciples reenacted, as the law of Moses prescribed, they reenacted the exodus of the Jews who had been an enslaved people as they left Egypt and they experienced God's acts of deliverance. And he took that reenactment and he brought it into the present, the perfect present, 
are present, in fact, as he took the bread and the cup that were used to tell the story of God's people. He used those elements to tell a new story, not for a people of one tribe, but for the people of all tribes who would find themselves as followers of Jesus. And on that night, he would give a new command, a command that stands afresh and anew, a command that would be tried later that very night. As he and his disciples went into a garden to pray, and as sleep overcame them, and they took their turns in abandoning him, Jesus loved them, even as he said, a new command I give unto you. Love one another as I have loved you. And Jesus invites us on this night to walk in the way of faithful love. So tonight as we've gathered in this place, we're invited to take this time to listen, to recall, to enter into the three great days of God's work of redemption and salvation. Tonight, there will be a moment for us to sing some, We'll be reminded of the Last Supper, and we'll get to participate in Jesus' promise to the world, and we'll hear from the Gospel of Luke of events that take place that evening. I invite you to take these moments to lean in, to draw close, to behold the salvation of our God that is for you and is for me, is for the whole world. Let's pray together. Kind Father, as we have gathered in this place this evening, be among us. Draw close to us. Kindle afresh our faith as you reveal your passion to us. In the name of the Father, Son, and Spirit, we pray. Amen.
How shall we come to Christ? We shall come with confessing our need. If you're able, you're invited to join and stand with me in saying the general confession that we'll see on the screens. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors, and we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Join us in this hymn. Come, sinners, to the gospel feast. Let every soul be Jesus' guest. Ye need not one be left behind, for God hath made all humankind. Do not begin to make excuse. Ah, do not do his grace refuse. Your worldly cares and pleasures leave and take what Jesus hath to give. Come and partake the gospel feast. Be safe from sin in Jesus' rest. Oh, taste the goodness of our God and eat his flesh and drink his blood. See him set forth before your eyes. Behold the bleeding sacrifice. His offered love make haste to embrace and freely now be saved by grace. Ye who believe his record true Shall sup with him and he with you Come to the feast, be saved from sin For Jesus waits to take you in Please remain standing. The Gospel of Luke, chapter 22, beginning in verse 1. The festival, of, the festival of unleavened bread, which is also called Passover, was approaching. The leading priests and teachers of religious law were plotting how to kill Jesus, but they were afraid of the people's reaction. Then Satan entered into Judas Iscariot, who was one of the twelve disciples, and he went to the leading priests and captains of the temple guard to discuss the best way to betray Jesus to them. They were delighted and they promised to give him money. So he agreed and began looking for an opportunity to betray Jesus so they could arrest him when the crowds weren't around. Now the festival of unleavened bread arrived when the Passover lamb is sacrificed. Jesus sent Peter and John ahead and said, go and prepare the Passover meal so we can eat it together. Where do you want us to prepare it? They asked him. He replied, as soon as you enter Jerusalem, a man carrying a pitcher of water will meet you. 
follow him. At the house he enters, say to the owner, the teacher asks, where is the guest room where I can eat the Passover meal with my disciples? He will take you upstairs to a large room that is already set up. That is where you should prepare our meal. They went off to the city and found everything just as Jesus had said, and they prepared the Passover meal there. When the time came, Jesus and the apostles sat down together at the table, and Jesus said, I have been very eager to eat this Passover meal with you before my suffering begins. For I tell you now that I won't eat this meal again until its meaning is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Then he took a cup of wine and gave thanks to God for it. And then he said, Take this and share it among yourselves, for I will not drink wine again until the kingdom of God has come. He took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it in pieces and gave it to the disciples, saying, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. After supper, he took another cup of wine and said, This cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood, which is poured out as a sacrifice for you. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated. just a moment, we're going to enter into a time of praying the, the great thanksgiving and the Lord's Prayer. The great thanksgiving has responses. There are moments along the way for you to lift your voice and join with the voices around you. Those responses will be on the screen. And so as I lead us through this, when those responses come upon the screen, I invite you to enter in and pray along. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. And so, with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might. Heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your son, Jesus Christ. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he gave himself up for us, Jesus took bread, he gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body which is given for you, do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup, he gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, drink from this all of you, this is, the blood of my, this is my blood of the new covenant, poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ has died. 
Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. May they be for us the body and blood of Christ Jesus who offered himself for us, for our salvation and the salvation of the world. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, and with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Would you join me in praying the prayer that Christ taught us? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. I would invite those who have committed to serve tonight to come forward and to receive the elements and to prepare the stations. Gluten-free elements are available on the table over here to my left and your right. As the table is set, the servers are ready. You are welcome to make your way to receive and to celebrate Christ's gift of himself to us tonight.
After supper was finished, Jesus spoke of his betrayal. Here at this table, sitting among us as a friend, is the man who will betray me. For it has been determined that the Son of Man must die. But what sorrow awaits the one who betrays me? The disciples began to ask each other which of them would do such a thing. Then they began to argue among themselves who would be the greatest. Jesus told them, Those who are greatest among you should take the lowest rank, and the leader should be like a servant. Jesus went on to predict Peter's denial. Simon, Simon, Satan has asked to sift each of you like wheat. But I have prayed for you, Simon, so that when you repent, you may return again to me, and you can encourage your brothers. Peter responded, Lord, I am ready to go to prison with you, and even to die with you. But Jesus said, Peter, let me tell you something. Before the rooster crows in the morning, you will deny three times that you even know me. Jesus and his disciples went across the Kidron Valley to a garden. There, Jesus told his disciples to wait for him, and he went off by himself to pray. Father, if you are willing, please take this cup of suffering away from me. Yet, I want your will, not mine. An angel from heaven appeared and strengthened him. Jesus prayed more fervently as sweat fell to the ground like drops of blood. At last, he stood up and returned to the disciples, only to find them sleeping. Exhausted with grief, he asked them, Why are you sleeping? Get up and pray so that you will not give in to temptation. His hour was at hand. Judas brought the Roman soldiers to Jesus. I am Judas, one of the twelve apostles, and I helped take the and I helped the Roman soldiers take Jesus away. I betrayed him with a kiss, and they paid me thirty pieces of silver. I thought, I thought I was doing the right thing, that Jesus would reveal himself as the Messiah. I, I thought he would strike down the Romans and free us from their oppression. But instead, I've given him over to those who want to kill him. How can I return to the other disciples? I have shared bread and wine with them for the last time. Jesus was arrested and taken to the high priest's home. All of the disciples, except Peter, ran away for fear of being arrested too. Peter followed at a distance to the place where Jesus was taken. Jesus told me that I am the rock on which he will build his church, but I don't deserve this title. Tonight, after he washed our feet, 
He said that one of us would betray him. I swore I would not, I could not do such a thing. But I did in fact that I know him, denied that I knowed him. Not once, not twice, but three times right before the rooster crowed, just like he said. I failed him and I failed the other disciples. If only, if only I could break bread and drink from the cup with him one more time. Filled with sorrow and fear, the disciples watched as their world came apart. But this is the night the world was changed for all of us. This is the night Jesus offered us a new covenant and forgiveness for our sins. This is the night Jesus blessed the bread and the wine and told us to do the same in remembrance of him. This is the night the journey to the cross began and our salvation was bought through Jesus' suffering and death. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. All we like sheep have gone astray, and the Lord hath laid on him the iniquities of us all. I cry, come unto thee. Surely he hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. All we like sheep have gone astray. And the Lord hath laid on him the iniquities of us all. my Savior bleed and did my sovereign die? Would he devote that sacred head for sinners such as I? 
At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, and the burden of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight, and now I am happy all the day. Was it for crimes that I have done, he groaned upon the tree. Amazing pity and grace unknown, and a love beyond a degree. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, and the burden of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight, and now I am happy all the day. Well might the sun in darkness hide and shot its glories in. When God the mighty Maker died for His own creature's sin. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, and the burden of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight, and now I am happy all the day. Thus might I hide my blushing face while His dear cross appears. Dissolve my heart in thankfulness and melt mine eyes to tears. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light and the burden of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight and now I am happy all the day. But drops of tears can ne'er repay the debt of love I owe. Here, Lord, I give myself away, tis all that I can do. At the cross, at the cross, where I first saw the light, and the burden of my heart rolled away. It was there by faith I received my sight, and now I am happy all the day. Friends, thank you for gathering tonight and for joining us on this journey, this three-day journey as we journey with Jesus to the cross, to the tomb, and to that glorious morning where we anticipate resurrection. Tomorrow night we gather on Good Friday at 6 o'clock and at 7 o'clock over in the Outreach Center. We invite you to join us. We invite you to go tonight with haste and with peace and join us tomorrow night in peace and presence. God be with you. Hey, good to see you too.